well. Today hasn't been going too well, to be honest. Uh, I got up at like 10, no, no, 9.30. And I told my mum and my brother that I had a job interview at some place, some nutrition place, uh, which I did, I did. Uh, it was for some sort of like event crew sort of thing where you go to these venues, these like kind of massive like, um, I don't know what they're called, but you know like, got these stands and everything and people people are at their stands with like clipboards trying to get people's emails and things like that. It would have been a job like that, um, doing, yeah, doing exactly that. And uh, I, I had the job and it was actually this morning at 10.30. Uh, but last night I uh, I checked on Google Maps where it was based, where I had to go for the interview, and it was it's like an hour and twenty minutes on public transport, and that was the best because otherwise it was like forty minutes and then an Uber, and I certainly wasn't going to do that. I didn't know how many times I would have had to gone down to that office if I were to do it, so I basically just said to them, I got up at I, I got up at like ten thirty and ate some food and watched some YouTube videos and then left at like 11.45 and just went down the road and went into a coffee shop and just sat there and and I just, I thought, just sat and I didn't necessarily, well, I, uh, I sat and I thought about my life and I thought about what I want to do and what I want to be and I thought about theatre projects. I was listening as I was walking down, I was listening to a song. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was a a version of a Paul McCartney song, like a Christmas song, even though it's January, which doesn't make much sense, but still, uh, like the wonderful Christmas time one, uh, but the, a version by, I can't remember her name, she's an Australian singer, and it was, had featured Mika as well, and, uh, I listened to that going down, and just the thoughts and feelings that I was thinking about, just, it really dawned on me, the how kind of these songs and things they're so happy and they they portray such a happy nature and feeling and when in reality things like christmas and christmas and like easter and stuff are kind of just really commercial holidays for for like buying goods and buying presents and taking and taking and i really thought about it and i thought about the fact that at christmas time there are lots of people who are living a terrible life and yet people go onto Instagram and Facebook and they post about how wonderful a life they're having and they go onto Instagram and they post images of the presents they got and yet there are people out there who have nothing and who who are sick and have cancer and probably won't be around to see the next Christmas and uh, it really it made me really sad to be honest and I just I, I listened to it on repeat probably through the whole the whole time going down there and when I was in the coffee shop I listened to it probably 60 times just on repeat on repeat on repeat and I thought about a theatre production but I don't I wouldn't really say it was a theatre production because I thought about having a story and creating a story where kind of based around these uh, kind of performers these dancers they they they, they specialise in dance but they would also not they wouldn't have to be actors but I don't know what to talk about, to be honest. 
I have so I have so many things, so many things that I want to say, but just I don't have a coherent way of saying them or anything like that, and they just come and go, and they don't feel worthwhile to say, and they feel pointless. But I want to say them for my own benefit, for my own mental health, to be honest. Um, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with where I am in my life. Uh, I'm 21 yet, and yet I feel like there's so many people who are younger than me and at my same age, and I feel like they're so much further ahead with where they want to be. And I feel like even though I've been pursuing the one thing in my life that I've wanted to pursue since I was 13, I feel like I'm not being given the opportunities that I that I want, and even the opportunities that I try and go out and get, there's like barriers in the way, and it's just really hard to try and get to where I want to be, but I went down to the coffee shop today, I, under the guise of me going to an interview, which was a damn lie, I'm a scumbag, uh, and I don't want to work, because I don't want to, I don't want to work for someone else, I hate that. I don't want to work for someone else. I don't want to do a dumbass job where I'm selling something for someone else's benefit. I want to do work that makes me happy. And the thought that I have to go out and spend hours of my life, literally my own time, my life wasting away in front of me, serving other people, just seems so pointless. I, I don't want to do it. I, I really... I, I don't envy people that do those kind of customer service jobs, but I think it's incredible how they're able to kind of, if they don't actually enjoy it, which I, I assume the majority don't, the fact that they can go out and they can put on that fake facade face and say, hello, welcome, how are you, and everything like that, when in reality, as nice as we are, and as nice as people are, everyone just wants to do their own thing, and I don't really give a fuck about other people in the sense that I have to go out and do this job and I have to put on a facade why can't I just do the job and then get my money and go home that's one thing I that's one thing I despise about job interviews is just the idea that you have you have to apply and say how much you want the job and then they give you an interview and but then you have to even if it isn't who you are, you have to create some sort of fake personality where you have to kind of iron your clothes and put on this nice, neat suit for an interview just to go in there and lie to their face and say, yeah, no, I'm totally this sort of person. I'm this guy. I'm this girl. I'm everything you need me to be to their face. And they go, oh, yeah, that's great. That's perfect. That's exactly the person we need. And it's frowned upon to just go in there and say, honestly, I don't really give a shit about the job itself. I'm just here for the money. Like, that's a bad thing to say. Like, it's bad to say, I need money. Because apparently you're there for other reasons. You're supposed to be there for the company. When in reality, nobody gives a shit. Nobody honestly gives a shit. I envy the people out there who who do the job they want to do. And they, ha they have the job. And it must be so much fun. It must just not feel like work. You just don't have to work. Hmm... And, like, I read all the time on Facebook and Instagram and Reddit on posts about stuff like people doing jobs and and apparently job, jobs just, they don't care about you. You're just another number or just another, like, face. And I think that's so true. 
because you go to these jobs and they don't really give a shit about you. Even though I've only had like one or two jobs in my life, which I didn't even stick out that for that long, just because they, they suck so bad. They're soul-sucking and they're soul-crushing. And It's just, I, I'm different, but not in that sort of way where it's like, oh, I'm different, I'm better. I'm different in a sense that I'm lacking something. I'm lacking something like every that everyone else has that that sort of person who knows they don't want to they they want to be somewhere and they have to do some shitty job and they just get on and they do it whereas with me it's like the thought that I'm going to go do a job like serving or like anything like that customer service or anything like that and I spend like 8 hours of a day just doing that for meager pay just makes me incredibly sad I couldn't do it and I know that makes me weak but I'm okay with saying that I'm weak because of it because I would rather die honestly I would than do that for someone else someone else who doesn't actually care for you or isn't considerate of how you are or or, uh, like paying you like a good wage that I think a lot of problems with a lot of jobs. I know some people say it doesn't matter how much you get paid. If the job isn't fun, you're not going to enjoy it. But with like, if there were certain jobs that were like, like an, an exorbitant amount of pay, like 16 or 17 quid an hour, I would stick it through because it's 16 or 17 quid. The thought that you do three hours work, and of course you half-ass it because fuck work regardless, but 16 times three, like 10, 20, 36, 48, if that's right. 18, yeah that's right, 48 quid for 3 hours work, that's 50 quid in 3 hours, you do 9 hours, that's 150 quid, and almost, and that just seems so crazy to me, yet most jobs are like around 8, 9 quid, and somehow my brain has me thinking when I see jobs that are like 10 pounds 50 an hour, like oh that's amazing, I remember when I was like 16 or 17, and I first started looking at jobs, and my mum was like, why don't you go down and get a job at Sainsbury's or Tesco's, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool, and then I looked at the pay, and the pay was, it was abysmal, it was, it was something so little that, like, you see it and you go, that's, I don't even have the job, and I haven't applied, but looking at that has made me mad, I've now, my mood has decreased because of this, it was something like £4.83, and it was it was laughable to tell you the truth i uh, <laughs> i couldn't believe it and even though it's like even now if i could get a job like for 9 or 10 quid i'd still think well what the fuck's the point i'm 21 and even though in comparison to people who are in their 30s or 40s who have genuinely struggled and and they deserve to have the position they do i don't want to have to do that i don't want to have to struggle i don't as in i don't want to have to do those shitty jobs because i know what i want to do with my life and I just want to get those opportunities. But I can totally appreciate if people think, well, you have to, you have to struggle and you can't be a bitch or a pussy. And I totally appreciate that. But I just don't want to do that. Because fuck that. Oh, man. So, like, I went down to the coffee shop today and the theatre project I was thinking about was just, like, I thought about it and I thought an audience comes in to like a theatre, but not the theatre itself, like the bar area, and they come in, and there are these dancers and performers, but they're disguised as kind of the, the venue's workers, because they have like this night, a black shirt on with the venue's uh, na- title on it, uh, but um, 
I make it obvious to the audience coming in through the doors that these people, of course, can't work here because I'd, I'd have like 15 or around 15 people in, in the performance group for the for the performance. And so uh, they, they'd be walking in, they'd be seeing like three or four staff who, who are, of course, actual staff members serving and things. But then they'd be seeing another 15 people in the same clothes and they'd be uh, kind of all packed, not packed together, but they'd be placed tactically around the venue uh, outside the theatre um, so that um, the audience can clearly tell, well, this isn't every day, this isn't normal. And I'd be having these performers, um, I'd be having them have massive, cheesy smiles, like great grins and cheesy smiles, and just uh, people would be walking past, like audience members getting ready to go in, and the, the, the performers would be saying, because I would uh, place it during Christmas, hence why I was listening to the Christmas song, uh, and uh, they'd be walking in and the performers would be saying, oh, Merry Christmas, have a wonderful Christmas. I hope you have the best Christmas that you've ever had in your life. And of course, the audience members hopefully would be getting a, a slight indication. Well, this is a bit strange, but at the same time, thank you. Thank you for telling me I uh, have a great Christmas. Thank you very much. And there, there's a bit of doubt in the room, but the performers themselves are also, they have cameras and they're taking selfies with these people. And just generally giving off a facade of everything is amazing at Christmas time. I'm living my best life. Live, laugh, love and all that bullshit. And then eventually someone rings a bell or something or over the speakerphone. Someone says the performance is about to begin. Everybody take your seats. And people go in and then sit down and then the doors close. And then all the performers outside are with me. I, I was hiding or I was pretending to be someone because I'm, I'm directing it, of course. And then I they take off their, their sh uh, the kind of the venue shirts and, they, and they're wearing kind I imagine they're wearing, to me, they could either wear like, I don't want to say full-on ballet gear because of course they are professional dancers, but they maybe they'd be wearing like kind of normal everyday clothes, uh, but uh, clothes that suggest they're living their best life. So like um, dresses, maybe some suits, just some nice bling and things like that. And um, then they would go, the performance would begin and the song would play, the song, the... A wonderful Christmas time, but by Mika and the Australian woman, uh, and um, they would kind of they jump onto the stage. Imagine, say, like High School Musical, but like Christmas, and so the performers would they'd enter the stage while the song's playing, doom doom, and stuff like that, and they they beat they jumping about and doing these awesome, awesome cool movements and and uh, leg kicks and everything, and they'd be, they'd be interacting with the audience, they'd be running past them. I imagine the stage would be a circular stage, to be honest, uh, so like in the round, uh, except the audience would only be on half of the side, like a, a semicircle, uh, and uh, the, the performers would be running around and going and, and laughing and joking and jumping up and down with the music and doing amazing, beautiful movements and rolling around on the floor, and they'd be telling audience, they'd be shouting at audience members and saying have a great time have a wonderful time i hope you're having a great day enjoy enjoy laugh rejoice and things like that and as the song would go and continue and continue they'd be doing these kind of movements going in a circle i would want there to be a sort of not disillusionment but kind of a disorient disorientation with the audience like the song and the music and everyone going around in patterns and things and audience mem audience members just can't keep up and uh but they think they're looking into this giant disorientating blur of laughter and love and they're thinking wow christmas is amazing it's glorious and beautiful uh and as the song progresses um everyone starts to g scream with laughter and joy and happiness but then uh at a certain moment um the faces, they're, they're so kind of over the top that um, the performers the performers 
are starting to scream with anguish and kind of and not no, no terror any anguish and stress and and just absolute uh, morose nature and everything and um but the audience doesn't realize this yet until enough performers are are they're getting a look at them and they're saying there there's tears rolling down their eyes and they're actually living in complete agony uh, and the audience are starting to think oh jesus christ what the hell is happening here what has just happened? I thought we were having a good time, but, but clearly we're not. And uh, th But the music keeps going. That's the difference. The music doesn't stop or change or turn into some kind of nastiness. It just keeps going upbeat and happy. And um, to kind of contrast the, the their, their sheer kind of sadness in their eyes and their voices and their screeching and screaming. And I imagine each performer, when they're dancing and things... Uh, as they're kind of giving off this facade of happiness, they're living the worst moment they've ever lived in their life, right in front of the audience. So, I would have, if there were like fifteen members in the uh, company, I would have given each member, or I would have spoken to each member about oh, a moment in their life where they, the worst moment they they they've had in their life so far, so far, or the worst moment that they can envision having, and I would say, um, in the moment when they're running around and doing all this choreography and things. They're just, they're not even thinking, but they're just completely living that moment. The moment, say, where their their mother is diagnosed with stage four, stage five cancer, or that their their father was, was gunned down in the street or something, something awful like that, or the day their brother lost their battle to cancer or something. And they just, they, com they completely live that a moment during it. And they're just going around in a circle and... It's kind of easy, I'd say, to kind of glide into that. Once you're in absolute laughter and love and hysterics, it kind of you can kind of glide into the hysterical nature of just absolute detriment, just having lost everything to you, everything that you are and everything that you've ever been and you've lost it. And they, they slip into that quite, uh, not certainly not beautifully, but slip into it in a way that the audience can't tell until nearly the whole cast is absolute hysterical in a negative manner. And I wondered about playing with the thought that maybe if I were an audience member, pretending to be an audience member, but I'm really the director, even though I'm actually the director, um, doing it in a way that they're not, perf even though they are performing it to the audience, it's a kind of a, a rehearsal in a sense. And I'm watching them rehearse, 100% rehearse. Uh, and when they start to break down and stuff, um, I'm kind of maybe shouting at them like, right next to audience members I just stand up really fasting and say don't you fucking dare break down in front of me and things like that and you get up and you smile and you live your best life you live your best life for everyone out there and and kind of play with the whole idea that of course it, it's there's nothing kind of what's the word there's nothing intelligent about it I would say and that there's no plot twists or anything just the kind of the basic nature that Christmas and everything and the whole facade and insecurity of about everyone wanting to give off their best self and but give off their best self at the detriment of others everyone is living their best life when in reality we're all living with such horrible shit and we we can't always can't always kind of give off our best vibes and the fact that it it, it damages us I think in a way it, to see when you see go onto Instagram and you see someone saying, "Oh, I just got a pair of Nike shoes or something like that," and you think, "Well, I fuck me, I got socks," and um, you're like, "Oh, and my 
my parents have fought the whole Christmas and my mum got drunk because she's an alcoholic and things like that. And you're just, you're living the real thing when everyone else is giving off just this thin veneer of happiness and excitement when in reality behind it everyone is living a terrible life. And I just wanted to kind of say that it it's not right. It's, it's not right that we do kind of do that to each other. I think we should, as people, be more open with each other and honest. And if there was one thing I want the audience to leave, leave with, it's the thought that don't get stuck in the bubble at Christmas, for example. Don't get stuck in the bubble of, oh yeah, we're a family and we're great and we're giving and everything. When in reality, just outside the bubble, there are thousands of people in like the UK alone, hundreds of thousands who are in in that moment themselves on Christmas Day living the worst life they've ever lived. And I did think about it. I thought about having maybe pictures pop up uh, on the screen. If there, was, if there was a screen of like people with presents, you know, when they post online, go, oh, I got Versace and things like that. And they've got Versace. But then I'd, I'd have those pictures like kind of change uh, a couple seconds on the screen and change to another one and change to another one. And you're get the audience is getting the impression that, yep, people are getting presents. Christmas is all about getting presents and taking and things. And then it changes to an image, but it's not like a, not like a big abrupt, like, oh, now here's a bad image. It, uh, but it's got the same amount of time on screen. So it's uh, kind of treated exactly the same way as the previous images of happiness and getting presents but these images are images of people's worst days in their life so I'd be hoping people would be able to send in images or stories or things like that uh, of that nature about the days where maybe their dog died on Christmas day or their dog died on the 5th of December Uh, during a month of happiness they've been struck with something so distressing that um the holiday's never been the same, but it's not all about the holiday itself. It's just the thought that we live we live a life where we can get so stuck in it in the sense that we're taught to think positive and be happy all the time when in reality it isn't possible. And while we're trying to act happy and when, when the day that we're having, oh, we're having a good day today for once, someone else is, is having an awful day a terrible day, someone, the thought right now as I'm saying this, that it's no doubt I could say, or maybe it's happening, maybe it isn't, with the volume of people there are on the planet, there's no doubt I'd say hundreds of people right now who are sitting in bed, not sitting in bed, sitting next to a loved one in a hospital who has cancer or something debilitating like that knowing that come February that family member won't be alive and kind of tears me up to think that society as a whole isn't more caring of each other and I don't for a second or for a second claim that I as an individual am more caring than anyone else because I don't really think, I think everyone is I think with life it's a lot of up, not up and down but it's definitely grey, I wouldn't say it's black and white it's definitely grey in terms of life and that there's days, just like there's days where you go, oh yeah, those positive mantras work, life is looking so good. Uh, And then you have those days where it's like, 
what the fuck was I talking about? I've just had the worst day of my life. Those positive mantras meant nothing. They were just a facade. I think both of those moments are kind of, they're not truthful, but at the same time, they're not false either. Those moments you live where you're like, oh, I'm in a good mood right now, and you can be, but it's knowing that there's moments that are going to come where you're going to you're going to have a terrible time and terrible feelings and and those moments are also going to be honest but i find a lot and i don't know if maybe it's because i'm i wouldn't say i'm pessimistic but lately i've been having think thinking like that the thought that when you have good moments positive moments where you're like yeah today's great and then you have bad moments you come to some sort of, I don't know if it's a false realisation, but you think and you think, well, were those positive moments ever real at all? Those, those positive thinking? Because right now I just feel like I'm shit. I feel like shit and I feel like this is all it is. And it's hard. It feels like those moments of negativity are stronger than positive ones, to be honest. Yeah. Just my thoughts.